Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Yeah, so, okay, okay, great. Yeah, I'll see you tonight at dinner, and then we can talk more. What? Oh, uh, no, not tonight. I didn't mean tonight. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, no, because, yes, I am. I'm working. I'm working tonight. Uh, yeah, remember? Yes, I'm working. Yeah, uh, uh, Thursday. Thursday night. I'll see you on Thursday night. Fuck! Chances are, is that if you listen along to this show, then you know that I have been very direct and candid about what it means to actually date in today's big city climate. To actually try to seriously, like for real, like date somebody and actually continue to date that same person It's just not always there. It's not always easy. And there's just so many different variables and things that happen throughout this process with apps and swipes and taps and messages that you collect from Grindr and Tinder and all of it. And are we just hanging out? Are we just fucking? Do you just want to be friends? Do you really just want to date? Do you want to see me again? Are we... Are we going to be exclusive? Are we open? Like, what the fuck are we even doing? And then the next thing you know, they just ghost you. And you're sitting there wondering what the fuck happened. But the crazy part about this entire dynamic of big city dating is the fact that most of my close, tight-knit circle of friends are struggling with the very same thing. They are equally as frustrated with the dating scene in San Francisco. So I have to ask myself, is there some fucking way that we can get past this and like maybe find some sort of formula to crack the code to get through said dating journey? So when I met up with my friend Jonathan a couple of years back and we were just having a casual coffee, so- coffee shop like hangout session and just sort of catching up on each other's dating lives, he just so casually said... Yeah, you know, I'm just dating these two guys at the same time, and they don't know about each other, but it's really just that dynamic of just figuring out which one you like best. And in that moment, I, I like, had to think, like, holy fuck. Like, he's legitimately killing two birds with one stone and really just doing the game show where you actually eliminate one of the contestants on the reality TV show and just sort of move on with your dating life. So is this actually the formula that I need to crack that code? Will this actually work? So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill and let's find out what happens when shortly following this 
coffee shop conversation, I tried myself to date two guys at the same time. And you'll find out what the end result was. You are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self-proclaimed, messy, loudmouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host, popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that actually dates two different podcasts at the same time and really just decides which one is better for them. My Gay Expose podcast. And on this week's expose, I just want to share a story that I found deep within my old blog, The Gay Walk of Shame, like deep within those Gay Walk of Shame archives. Okay, so here's the thing, you guys. I've been really hardcore on working on my upcoming book entitled Gay Walk of Shame. So I've literally ripped open so many of those old blogs that I used to write way back when that is no longer in existence entitled That Gay Walk of Shame. But this is actually one of those stories that I really just completely forgot about entirely and so once I re-read through when I was trying to put together some of the content for my book, I was like, I have to talk about this on the show because this really is very much that dynamic of shit that I find myself in on a regular basis while trying to maneuver through like that fucked up big city dating journey. So stay tuned and find out what happens in the My Gay Expose portion this week. And I also reached out this week to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners, and asked if any of you are capable of dating two guys at the same time and what your thoughts are on it. And if you can't, tell me why. And I just want to make it very clear. I'm not really talking about like two guys at the same time, meaning like a polyamorous relationship where all three of you are like kind of together. I'm talking about the complete total idea of dating one guy, dating the other guy, and neither one of them knows about each other. And you're just trying to figure out which one is right for you. So we'll get into all of that shit in a little bit more detail later on in this week's expose. But first, before we actually swipe right and match with that guy on Tinder and try to compare him to the guy that you're already talking to, to see if potentially this could work out in your little social experiment First, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over or 
just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, you came for me and I needed to clarify a little bit more, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh my fucking God, what the fuck was I even trying to say there? What a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a re-expose. So you guys, you know, I have to say, I'm really excited that you guys are all receiving last week's episode, the like self-care themed episode where I decided to take some of the really toxic things that I had been doing, you know, in my life on a regular basis and just decided to just change all of it and really just kind of how that's all been working out for me. So I just wanted to re-expose this specific topic this week because at the time of last week's expose's recording, I actually recorded that um, early August. So if you remember when I was talking about the before and after photo, I had taken the before photo in early June and then the after photo in early August. So as we sit here in this current moment, we're like a week into September. So at the time of this specific recording's air, we're like weeks and weeks and weeks away from that journey. So I had just really kind of just gotten started and I had already lost that much fucking weight. If you saw the before and after photo on Instagram at exposing my gay, you saw that I lost a very drastic amount of weight. So here we are almost a month later and I'm very fucking excited and happy to report that I'm still on that same self-care journey. I'm still eating really super healthy. I'm still not drinking. I'm still running. And you know, I've even stepped up the running even more intense to a place where I've actually gotten up instead of getting up at 6.30 in the morning every morning before work, I'm actually setting my alarm for 5.30 and I'm doing about seven miles average of a run before work. Then I go to work, work, and then run home from work as well, putting on another additional five to six miles. So I'm really just turning out like 13, 14 mile days during my work week and working. And I'm just feeling so good about everything, you guys. I am fitting into clothes that I haven't been able to wear in like a year as much as I hate to say that. I've dropped so many pant sizes. I've lost so much fucking weight. The weight's just melting off my body. My face is like two sizes thinner than before. I feel so much better in my mind. I am not drinking. I'm not hungover. I don't feel depressed anymore. I feel so much more ambition and just a drive to work towards my goal, which is to develop this show into something more, to develop my writing into something more, to just take Ronnie Washburn and put it into that next level, that next step, that something more. And doing this regular routine, not drinking, eating healthy, running regularly, losing all this weight and seeing myself now naked in the mirror and actually kind of being turned on by myself naked in the mirror these days. (laughs) I just have to say this journey has been such an amazing fucking breath of fresh air. That's the best way I can describe it. My mind is much more clear, much more honed in on what I need for myself in the future. And I don't think I would be here in this moment 
if I didn't have that really fucked up SF Pride weekend and realize that I needed to make all of those fucking changes in my life. So if you're struggling with any of these issues, just give it a shot and see how it works for you. And you might just find yourself like I am in this current moment where I'm sitting here right now feeling so much better about everything really. And that's it. That's, I mean, I'm just, I'll keep you updated on everything, but I'm just, I feel so fucking proud of myself for being here in this moment where I am actually feeling so fucking good about all of it and just seeing all of the work that I've done and how much physically, mentally, all of it that I've just done for myself, I just feel so fucking good. You know, I will say this. I do have a very addictive personality and it's really great to actually take the addictive mindset and put it in it a place where it's actually giving me a positive outcome. I find myself now being addicted to the running and eating healthy. Like I don't even want cheese anymore. I don't even want a shot of vodka anymore. I don't want to do any of that because it's far more important for me to do my run with a clear mind and create my show and write and do all that other shit that I need with that clear mind. So there is that. And one last time before we segue into the rest of this week's expose, just a little friendly reminder, go to any of my websites, any of my socials, any of my links in bios, and donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. Please, please donate, donate, donate. A Gay in the Life of Ronnie on Instagram, exposing my gay on Instagram. You Fuck, you can even find me on fucking Facebook. TikTok, Twitter, all of it. It's all there. Find the link. Click the link. Find my AIDS life cycle journey and donate, donate, donate. Or you can go to either one of my websites at mygayexposepodcast.com or ronniewashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I washburn.com and donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. I'm trying to get to 5,000 before we get to the actual event itself. So just do me a solid. Help me out. Donate, please. Please. AIDS Life Cycle is such an amazing and incredible cause. And I'll talk about it until the day I die. But just donate to my journey. That's all you have to do. Just don't, even if it's just a dollar, just donate. So before we get my gay expose on this week's topic of conversation that just so happens to have a multiple partnered themed undertone. First, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners. Have you ever seriously tried to date two people at the same time? And if so, tell me how it went for you. And if not, tell me why. So let's get some of those responses now. Michael says, no, I can't even find one guy that I like in San Francisco. So... How could I date two when I can't even find one? Keshev says, I have not 
it's not really in my personality to do so. Once I'm into somebody and they return the attention, that's all I really see. Plus, I don't think two people have ever been interested in me at the same time. York says, I have not. I don't think emotionally that would be something I'm capable of doing. Also, I can barely handle sex with one guy, let alone two. Plus, I think I would feel guilty about doing so. Marvin says, hell no. Too time consuming. Maybe when I was in my 20s with nothing to do, but I can barely seriously date one person at the moment. <laughs> Fucking amen to that, for sure. Michael number two says, I always date multiple people until I find the right one. Ali says, whenever I've gotten on dating apps, I get overwhelmed with all the messages and swiping. So I choose like three to five people that seem promising and set up dates with them in the same week. Then I usually narrow it down to one to two front runners, but I always have the problem of forgetting who I told what. So I repeat my stories and I feel like it's obvious that I'm dating other people, but it's never really gotten too serious where I was dating more than one person. Usually I just prefer one and more would end with the other. Girl, I Hear you. This is exactly my problem. When I try to date too many people at the same time, I actually find myself repeating stories and then realizing as I like looking at them that, holy fuck, I just said this shit to them the last time we were hanging out. Uh, yeah, it's hard for me to do this kind of shit. Pedro says, no, I just fuck them and then I never want to see them again. <laughs> And as you probably guessed, yes, this person at one point did live in San Francisco. So that's the reason for that answer. And need I say more? <laughs> Lori says, no, it's hard enough to keep one serious person, let alone two. I would have felt as though I was cheating the entire time. And that is not my M.O. Kevin says, what is seriously dating? <laughs> Spoken like a true fucking San Franciscan. Sergio says, nope, that's too much work to juggle two guys, unless in bed all together. Joseph says, I have never tried to date two people at the same time. I can't actually provide what a guy wants, so two would be terrifying. Sean says, I mean, my relationship started out poly and open, went back to non-poly and open, and now somewhere back on the poly and open spectrum. I'm so beyond confused <laughs> by this. <laughs> Kyle says, when I was much younger, my dating life was really just like The Bachelor, where you actually just eliminated a contestant one by one by one by one. And then when you finally found someone that you really liked, that was the only person left. And that's how I would typically find 
all of my serious relationships. Peter says, yeah, sure. I've done it a lot in my past. You just go with how things are working out with one guy and then with another. And then when one kind of is better than the other, then you sort of just ghost the other. <laughs> oh, Lord, it sounds like you're part of the dating problem. <laughs> Matthew says, if I could only be that lucky. Daniel says, and before I read this, I just want to say that knowing Daniel as well as I do, this was actually the answer that I was looking forward to the most because I know that this one sometimes dates multiple people at a time. <laughs> Love you, girl. <laughs> but Daniel said as follows. I have dated two guys at once. The only thing that's tough is when they want to actually become exclusive and you have to tell them, I'm not ready to commit, but I really like you a lot. And then after a few weeks through, I just stopped with the one that didn't really want to take anything serious and then started pursuing the one who wanted to be exclusive. And I still haven't really committed to him either, but I'm closer to doing so. <laughs> Kayla says, I feel that anyone that can actually pull off dating two people at the same time is a chronic pathological liar. <laughs> Robert says, yes, two Scorpios, actually, and I'm a Scorpio, started and ended in chaos, but the best sex ever. <laughs> Devin says, I think about it like this, if I were to end up with one of the two people I was dating at the same time eventually, later on down the road, how would they feel about me telling them that I was dating someone else while dating them way back then? And that is your answer. Abraham says, hmm, I haven't. Mostly because I focus on the person I like at the time. If you're trying to focus on two people, you should ask yourself if you really see potential with the first one. And as usual, all of these answers are just one big giant clusterfuck. I'm really just all over the place. I really love that we have people who are just so casually okay with doing something like dating two guys at the same time and trying so very hard to maneuver through that journey. And then we have people like Peter who actually are okay with ghosting individuals and being such a big problem with the dating problem in today's society. We have relatable people like Allie who acknowledges that when she's dating multiple people at once, she tends to kind of talk about the same stories over and over, which is so what I do as well. And then we have people like Kayla who believe that anyone who can date two people at the same time just has to be a pathological liar. And, you know, <laughs> I, I just, you're just going to have to find out how I handled this dynamic. After I walked away from that coffee shop, like catch up sesh with Jonathan and just thought to myself, let me actually fucking try this. What ended up happening to me, out of all of these different answers that you just heard on this spectrum, what do you think happened? <laughs> and if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram 
at exposing my gay. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And now, let's get my gay expose. And you'll find out what it means when I actually tried to do something like date two guys at the same time. And let's just find out what happens next. All right, you guys, listen. I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster and it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. (laughs) But you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing. like me, which I think most of you probably all are, you're on that constant quest to find that happily ever after, to find that partner in crime, to find somebody that you just fall head over heels in love with, to just find someone out there somewhere. And like, sometimes it's just so fucking hard to maneuver through all of these different dating apps or different scenarios that you find yourself in. Do I like this person? Do I not? Do I see myself being with them? Do I not? Do I just want to fuck them? Or do I not? Like there are just so many different variables out there that really just sort of dictate what it means to date in big cities, especially in big cities. It's just such a clusterfuck of just Really just that giant question mark looming over your head, wondering, will I ever find my happily ever after? And it really is a very fucking good question because, listen, I've been on that constant quest for most of my entire fucking life. And here I sit at the ripe old age of 41, still fucking single, totally ready to mingle and not necessarily like wanting per se to find a significant other or anyone to rely on in regards to, you know, that dynamic of finding a partner or a lover or a relationship or whatever the fuck. I honestly, I'm just kind of going with the flow and seeing how all of this shit plays itself out for the first time in my life. And if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, I'm not going to lose any fucking sleep over it. But as we sit here and continue to somewhat look through like the tenders and the grinders and swipe left, swipe right, collect all the messages, collect all of the taps, etc. We just 
still find ourselves sitting in that perplexing notion of like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, is it me? Am I doing something wrong? Have I just not met the right person? Or am I just meeting all the wrong people? Like, what is the actual fucking formula to actually find that person that you want to be with, that you can find your happily ever after with? So as I sat at that coffee shop, as disclosed in the opening story with my friend Jonathan just a few years ago, and we, you know, kind of just caught up on each other's dating lives and whatnot, he just (laughs) very simply said, yeah, you know, I'm just dating a couple of guys right now. And, you know, sitting there in that moment, it was the most simplistic sentence that you could ever have heard coming from somebody's mouth in your entire life. Him just saying, yeah, I'm dating a couple of guys right now. But really that idea, the notion of actually seriously dating multiple guys at the same time. Now, when I say seriously dating, I mean like actually seriously dating. I don't mean like fucking. I don't mean like just talking. I don't mean like chatting, like once in a while hanging out. I mean like actual full-on serious dating. Previously in my entire life, anytime I was seriously dating anyone, it was just one guy because, I mean, I had put myself in a situation where I actually really liked that guy and I really didn't have any desire to like want anybody else or even want to look for anybody else because I was really into that one guy. But this concept, this concept that Jonathan just sat there and said in like just such a fucking simple sentence really hit me in that moment. And I thought to myself, can I actually do this? Can I actually try to date multiple guys at a time? Now, here's the thing, you guys. I walked away from that little catch-up sesh with Jonathan, and I thought to myself, I actually think that I should try this. I mean, why the fuck not? I mean, I'm dating all the time anyway, and it's really just a matter of, like, picking the one that you like best. I mean, you date them both. You go through the motions of being with both of them and then which one whichever one you like the best that's the one you pick it sounds so fucking elementary and so basic but you guys i'm here to fucking tell you it really wasn't that easy it was really fucking hard for somebody like me to maneuver through not one but two guys that you were actually seriously kind of semi-committing to and going full in with dating and just really going through the motions of getting to know each one of them and seeing if one of them was actually better than the other. And what traits did you actually like better in one versus the other and vice versa? And like literally it being that moment where you find yourself like as a contestant on a goddamn reality TV show where you're like handing out fucking roses and shit and finally picking the one for you. I mean, so you know what? Why not? Let's give it a fucking go. And honestly, it's kind of crazy that I hadn't really thought about how this could potentially be a thing up to this point. But you know what? Why not? Everything else that I've tried up to this point hasn't been successful. So let's just see if this was actually potentially that formula that I was looking for, the one that I was missing. And so this is how everything went down for me. When I decided to date two guys 
at the same time. So basically what I did as I walked away from that conversation that I, I had at that coffee shop with Jonathan on that day, I actually took the two guys that I was sort of just then in that current moment talking to each one, trying to figure out which one I wanted to continue talking to. So I just said, fuck it. I'm just going to talk to both and try to make things as solidified and serious with both and just try Jonathan's method and see how that like works out for me and if that works out for me. And just as kind of a side expose, Jonathan to this very day is with that one guy that he picked out of the two that he was seeing in that moment. Like we had this full on conversation, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was either 2019, I want to say ish. I, I can't remember exactly when it was, but he is to this day still with that same guy. So uh, clearly this worked out for him. And so, uh, you know, I just had to see for myself if this would actually be the same outcome. So guy number one was Justin. Now you guys, Justin checked a lot of the fucking boxes. He was really cute, really handsome, He had a really great job, but like kind of wasn't really done with what it is that he wanted to finish with his career. Like he was on that very like ambitious train to get to the next step, to the next level, promotions, all of it. Like he was just fully committed to his career. And I really found that attractive. So, you know, he and I hit it off really well. Now, guy number two, I have to say, was kind of the polar opposite of Justin. His name was Nico. And Nico wasn't as ambitious as Jonathan was. In fact, Nico didn't really have like the most amazing job in the world, but he did make decent money and he was very happy, it seemed, with how his life was going. So it was really quite interesting to sort of maneuver through two of these guys, dating each one of them, going out to dinners and out to bars for drinks and just hanging out and going back to one guy's place and going back to the other guy's place and the differences in like how sex was with each one. And they all had their pros and they all had their cons. Like I really honestly just, I I couldn't say that one was better than the other. I was really feeling both of them. I mean, Nico had a much more fun personality, whereas Justin just seemed a little more, you know, ambitious and driven in his career. And that was kind of an attractive trait and seemed really smart and knowledgeable. And, you know, the sex was good with both, but very different at the same time. So I just didn't really even know what I was going to do with this outcome. So I just decided to just see how things went. And then I would eventually come to some sort of a conclusion, right? I mean, there's no really, like, there's no, like, a lot of time frame on this. I don't have to, like, adhere to any like deadline or anything specific. I could just go with the flow and see, you know, how things went. Now, just as a disclaimer, these two did not know about each other. So in other words, I mean, I don't really know what they were doing outside of me, but I basically didn't tell either one of them that I was dating somebody else at the same time. Like as far as they were concerned, it was just him and me in that moment. And that was all that was really talked about without, 
you know, saying too much of anything else. And so uh, that's just really how I wanted to keep it, just to kind of see how things played itself out. And so as time went on, I sort of figured out that this was probably like the worst fucking idea for me to ever do because I have the worst short-term memory. So I sort of found myself in certain scenarios where I would repeat different topics of conversation and realize that I had already said that at one point to like that same person thinking that it was the other and I just didn't know what I was fucking doing. And so it really just got to a place where I just couldn't remember what I had said to one and if I had yet to say it to the other. And it was just like not really something that I should have ever thought that I could possibly pull off. (laughs) So this is kind of how everything sort of went down towards the tail end. I sort of found myself as I got to know each guy that I was really starting to kind of like Nico just a little bit more. The dynamic of the funner personality and the not necessarily had his shit together really just resonated with me more. And I was sort of attracted to that more. And so I was starting to sort of like lean a little bit more towards the Nico. So one day in specific, I was texting with both guys as I normally did throughout like each and every day, being careful not to accidentally text the wrong shit to the wrong guy. And really just, I, I remember Justin had texted me asking if I had wanted wanted to go grab dinner that night. And I said that I couldn't go. And I, I couldn't think of it like a legitimate excuse. I just told him that I wasn't feeling well because I had already made plans with Nico. And so I just, in order to get out of it, I, I basically kind of alluded to the idea that I just wasn't feeling well and I was just going to stay in. And he, he was like, he understood. He was cool with it. And you know, said feel better and, you know, all that bullshit and blah, blah, blah. So fast forward to dinner with Nico. We had a fucking amazing time. And I will never forget this shit as long as I fucking live. Like, before I go into how this story ends, I just want to say that, you guys, my life is just set as such that I swear to fucking God, so many different things happen to me that it's just like shit out of a movie and like I couldn't make this shit up if I wanted to because I'm I don't think I'm like like that good enough to come up with some of this shit but like the crazy awkward moments that you see in every single storyline on every single tv show and movie that's like the shit that legitimately happens to me in my life and so basically after dinner Nico and I went to Toad Hall which is a local San Francisco bar here in the Castro And literally, like, blocks away from my house. So, we walked in. It wasn't very busy that night. We went to the, like, side of the bar and just grabbed a couple of bar stools and grabbed a couple of drinks. And we were just kind of chatting the night away. So, you know, like, maybe an hour went by. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I hear from behind me the words that said, Ronnie? Nico? And as I turn around, my jaw dropped to the floor. It was Justin. It was Justin out with a friend at Toad Hall on the very night that I had actually just told him that I wasn't feeling well and wasn't going out. And I 
was feeling really like, fuck, he caught me in a lie. I was caught red-handed. Like he knows that I was, I was actually lying about not feeling well and I'm with somebody else. And so he's seeing this somebody else. And what do I say? What do I do from here? But wait, hold on. Did you just say Ronnie and Nico? As in, you know Nico? And in that moment, I realized, you guys, not only did he know Nico, but wait for it. Here's the fucking twist to the goddamn story that could only happen to Ronnie Washburn. It turns out that Nico and Justin were actually dating too. I swear to God, hand held high. I, I, I never saw it coming. It was there right in front of my fucking face. Nico and fucking Justin were also dating. Well, I was actually dating Nico and Justin at the same fucking time. Like, I swear to God, like, it blew my mind. What are the fucking odds? What are the fucking odds? So clearly this social experiment blew up in my face. Like, dating two guys at the same time didn't work out in my favor. It actually just fucked and made it even more convoluted. And I'm going to be honest with you, how that night ended was the very first time that I had ever in my life, and even till this day, this is the one and only time that this has ever occurred in my life, that I was double penetrated. That's right, folks. You didn't hear me wrong. I went home with Justin and Nico, and we had a three-way, and I was fucking double penetrated for the very first time in my life. And honestly, I haven't been since. And really, it's like that one story that I can take away and put in my back pocket for a rainy day. Because what are the fucking odds? Like, literally, this is like a fucking Lifetime movie original. It's very that. So, okay, clearly dating two guys at the same time is not for me. But do you think that you could actually potentially pull something off? So many of the people who answered in the expose, the Yorge expose segment this week said that they were, that that's what they do. And there's a couple of friends in my life I know that actually do this shit on a regular basis. And I just, I'm just not capable of like mentally, like putting all of that shit together and compartmentalizing, <laughs> like dating two guys at the same time. I mean, fuck. I mean, at least I got a DP out of it, but uh, really that's, literally all I got out of it. And I really, that was the end of both of them. And I just kind of never heard from them again. So that's it. That's the result. And that's what happens when you think that you can date two guys at the same time. So what do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, tops or bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender and questioning? Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot. While we learned that some people are perfectly capable and comfortable with dating multiple people at the same time and really just trying to figure out which one they like better... 
We learned that it's definitely not something that I am personally capable of doing. <laughs> Mostly in regards to the same thing that Ali said is that she actually repeats the same stories to each guy each time I do the same fucking thing. And what's more is I'm even worse with forgetting which guy I actually made plans with and then thinking it's the other and... It's just one giant big clusterfuck of really just all over the place. But hey, we also learned that my only double penetration situation that I've ever experienced in my life was from this very social experiment all those years ago. And really something that I just carry in my back pocket with pride. <laughs> And I really just want to know from you, the listeners, what's your take on this? Can you date two guys at the same time? And how do you maneuver through that journey? And if you can't, tell me how, like, why can't you and why? And just give me a call and let me know your take on the topic at the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and tell me what you think about dating two people at the same time. And with that, don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars, follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can get you in of each and every episode of My Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the latest piece to the My Gay Expose podcast puzzle. The official website at MyGayExposePodcast.com. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me, Exposing My Gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will pick you over that other guy with you next time. Expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.